If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County residents are speaking out after the deadly shooting in Uvalde, Texas that left 19 children and two adults dead. About 20 people participated in a vigil at Walnut Park in Petaluma on Tuesday evening, holding candles and signs for Moms Demand Action. Dr. Steve Harrington, the superintendent of the Sonoma County Office of Education, released a statement and said, uh, you know, the local school districts are always working to keep students safe. But he also said vigilance and commitment at the local level is no substitute for strong federal action. And this is just what Dr. Steve Harrington said. Yeah. Um, But we definitely, you know, give you props for putting together that vigil and, you know, being there for people and honoring those who lost their lives. And we're going to continue to talk about what happened in Uvalde throughout the show today and pay our respects. After 19 seasons and more than 3,200 episodes, Alan DeGeneres is signing off. The Alan DeGeneres show ends today, and you might not hear for, from Alan for a while because Oprah gave her some advice. She said to take at least one year off no matter what. The final guest will be Alan's very first guest that she ever had on the show, Jennifer Aniston, along with Pink, who wrote the Emmy-winning show's theme song. Of course, Alan has received a ton of backlash the past few years for enabling a toxic work environment. However, she will be a staple in television history forever. So it sounds like she's not done creating things, but the Alan Alan DeGeneres show will end today. Well, Wynonna Judd just released her first single since the passing of her mother, Naomi Judd, last month. And on Wednesday, Wynonna announced the release of a song called The Other Side, and it's with an indie group called Waxahachie. There's something on the other side. So Wynonna wrote on Instagram next to the single's cover art, she said, in the midst of everything that has happened, you know, I said that I would continue to sing, so here I am. Uh, The song and the video are out now, but the Judd's final tour is going to kick off on September 30th. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. A lot of locals are speaking out after the deadly shooting in Uvalde, Texas, uh, leaving 19 children and two adults dead. Uh, Also, we just want to give a little bit of warning. We're going to talk about this for the next few minutes. So um, if you are feeling emotional or need to turn down your radio, please do so. Uh, And Sonoma County residents did participate in a vigil at Walnut Park in Petaluma. Congressman Mike Thompson of St. Helena uh, released a statement. He sent his condolences and pushed for a change. Well, it was just absolutely terrible what happened as it was uh, what happened last week in Buffalo and that same week in Orange County and the same week uh, in, uh, in in Texas. It just seems to continue uh, to happen. And it's equally as terrible uh, every day when 30 people are killed by someone using a gun. And uh, there's work that can be done. Uh, there's things that we can do that uh, most people uh, agree with, most Americans agree with, and we ought to start getting those things done. This is truly a time for us, in my opinion, to all come together. And so many of us are still speechless two days later after the shooting. And about 20 residents of Sonoma County did participate in the vigil in Petaluma on Tuesday night, and they held candles and signs for Moms Demand Action. And it was really inspiring to see Sonoma County come together in this way. 
Um, some people want to make this a divisive issue. I think this is a safety concern. And Dr. Steve Harrington, the superintendent of the Sonoma County Office of Education, said that local school districts are always working to keep students safe. But, quote, vigilance and commitment at the local level is no substitute for strong federal action. So we know that this is hitting a home for a lot of you, you know, your parents, teachers out there. You know, you want your kids to grow up in a better world. You want your students to grow up in a better world, one that, a better world that we have now. Um, and, you know, I think what's important right now is to support children. Um, and like Tanner said, you know, keeping children safe is nonpartisan. Absolutely. That is something that, you know, we really need to focus on. And I, and I think it's important to ensure your children that they you know, are safe and, you know, make sure, you know, you're checking on how they're feeling right now because they're hearing this right now. They're hearing it on the news. They're hearing it right now on the radio. Um, so, you know, there are things you can do to help your kids and there are things you can do on the local level as well. Yeah, I have so many friends that have kids and I was talking to some last night and a lot of the parents that I talked to are just being honest with their kids, but also supportive and understanding and listening to their feelings. So what you can do right now is you can call your local and state officials and you can communicate your concern for safety to your school board, city council and the police department, of course. You can make noise, and most importantly, and this is the biggest one of all, give your loved ones an extra hug before they go to school today. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. What movie has everybody else seen but you? So David Spade was interviewing Tina Fey when he asked her that question, and she said, Top Gun. And the internet was baffled. They were confused. They were like, Tina Fey, how have you never seen Top Gun? How could you, Tina Fey? I mean, I know there's a lot of pop culture references that come from that movie. It was, you know, I wouldn't say it launched Tom Cruise's career, but it definitely helped Tom Cruise's career. Amber, I have a confession. I haven't seen it either. (laughs) That's okay. It came out in like 1986. Yeah, but with the new movie coming out, I could have spent some time watching the original before this Top Gun Maverick comes out. And every time I tell people I haven't seen Top Gun, they're like, are you insane? How have you not seen Top Gun? Yeah, how have you not seen Maverick and the Iceman flying (laughs) pilot fighter jets or whatever they're called? Uh, You know, I mean, unless you've seen it on TV or your mom made you watch it, it's actually on Netflix right now if you want to watch it. It is? I watched it on Monday, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But I haven't seen so many movies that people like love and adore. Amber, is there any movie like that for you? Yes, I have never seen The Notebook. Have you seen The Notebook? I have seen The Notebook. Okay. (laughs) I know what The Notebook's about. I know Ryan Gosling and uh, Rachel McAdams are in it. And I I know the concept of the movie, but I just haven't watched it. And I think when it came out, I heard that it was sad and it made you cry. And everybody's like, no, it's a happy sad. I'm like, no, I don't want to go into a movie knowing that I'm going to feel sad or, you know, cry or feel a certain type of way. So I have avoided watching it, but I hear it's a wonderful movie. I don't know what it says about me that I've seen The Notebook, but I haven't seen Top Gun quite yet, but (laughs) I'll get around to watching it. The Notebook came out when, like in 2004? Yeah. So it's a little, it's newer. I mean, it makes sense why you have seen that one and not Top Gun. Lauren from Murder Park, what movie have you not seen? I've had multiple friends. Like, I have one friend who loves Harry Potter. 
And she's like, you have to sit down and watch this with me. Agreed. And so she would try to start it, and I would just fall asleep or get sidetracked doing something else. Because it's not entertaining to me. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. What is something you are maybe surprisingly good at? Maybe it's a game or a hobby. The Mario Kart 8 Deluxe North American Open is happening on June 22nd. So the tournament runs in June and the top eight players of each day receive like 2,500 My Nintendo Gold points to use on the Switch eShop. Now, I don't have a Switch, so I don't know what exactly that is. It's basically how you can buy games and stuff like that. So you can use coins. it's money, basically? It's money. Okay. Yeah. Um, So this kind of reminds me that I used to be very good at Mario Kart, but specifically on the Wii. Uh, it's one of the few things in my life that I've been absolutely superior at. Every time I played, I always won, and I don't know why I was so good at it. Maybe just because I played it all the time, and yeah. you know, I was grinding. I was on the grind for <laughs> Mario Kart, and I just had a lot of fun playing it. So does um, this mean you're going to put on a headband and head over to this huge competition and be victorious and win no. <laughs> basically cryptocurrency. Uh, you said that you guys have a Switch, you and your girlfriend, Tanner, yeah. and I was like, I've never played a Switch in my life. I don't I don't know if I'd be even good at Mario Kart on the Switch, I think so I have no interest in this tournament. It's not that different than a Nintendo Wii. Okay. And I think you would adjust very quickly. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Tanner, is there something that like this that you're surprisingly good at or like superior at? Maybe it's a game or a hobby. Well, I know Mario Kart's a weird thing for me to bring up, but... <laughs> surprisingly, I am very good at the video game Madden, the football video game. I am phenomenal at it, and I'm not going to be coy about it either. I'm great. Wow. At, at one point, I was rated like the top 500 in the world. And I've done tournaments and have won tournaments. Whoa. Now I'm retired for tournaments and stuff like that. I but mean, I, this sounds made up. It's really not. <laughs> I, I have been playing the Madden video I'm games retired. since I was like five years old. Oh. It was the first video game I ever played. I have had every single Madden video game, even up till now. And I still play it sometimes. Okay, so you have a lot of fun. I love it. It's okay. so fun to me. Uh, I'll have to come over and we'll have to play some video games. But Let's do uh, it. we asked on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, is there a game or hobby you're excellent at? We're getting a lot of great responses, like one from Ben from Petaluma. He said, I've mastered practically the entire Kirby series, got 100% progress on every game. Let's give Ben a hand. That's impressive. <laughs> I can't do that. Nice, Ben. Uh, Jasmine from Santa Rosa said, not your stereotypical answer, but the game my parents grew up playing Minesweeper. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know how to play Minesweeper until recently. I was just hitting buttons. <laughs> uh, Carter from Motor Park says, I'm not good at any games. I'm mediocre at all of them. It's a blessing and a curse. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. So in lieu of wine about it today, I figured we'd talk about the tragedy in Texas and kind of you know, just just something different. I just don't feel like whining about things today. Um, I, I realize that that's probably insensitive. Um, so I, I know a lot of parents and educators right now are struggling with kids' questions over the tragedy in Texas on Tuesday. You know, and typically 
your kids do ask questions, but they ask things like, hey, why did that person litter in the parking lot? You know, why do why are girls are nicer than boys? You know, and maybe you're prepared for things like that. But we don't really think about preparing ourselves for, you know, that devastating question. Like, why did this happen? So experts say that parents are actually in the best position to know what their kids can handle in terms of discussing the tragedy. But there are some guidelines that can be useful uh, and reassuring. So Dr. Karen Price, the chief of psychology at Texas Children's Hospital in Houston, said, quote, just be open to having conversations and letting your kids know that any of the feelings and questions they have are absolutely okay. That's really the best way to do it. And she also says that, you know, there are children who are not old enough for elementary school um, that you may be thinking about, you know, are they going to ask questions or do I need to talk to my young kids about it, the babies? And to be honest, you know, they're unlikely to hear about this tragedy from a source outside of the home. Um, And, you know, they don't need to know anything at all because it might not significantly impact their lives right now. And Dr. Karen says they just aren't developmentally, developmentally capable of processing this kind of complex and tragic information. So she said, if it's not a direct impact with the little kids, we just don't talk about it. Parents can truly take the lead from the child about how much they want to discuss it and be willing to answer as many questions as they have about it. Interesting. So if you have anything you'd like to add or any feelings on this, we're opening up the phone lines right now. Uh, So give us a call at 636-1467. Again, that is 636-1467. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing tall before the man. Here's today's mind bender. 45% of women would not go on a date without wearing this. All right, what is it? Mary from Santa Rosa, what's your guess for today's mind bender? I'm guessing lipstick. That is correct! Yay! Congratulations, you have won tickets to the Sonoma County Hot Air Balloon Classic on June 4th and the 5th. Thank you. Mary from Santa Rosa, you're going thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9, Amber and Tanner in the morning. Have you ever had your credit card information stolen? What did the thief buy? So I I was in Friedman's Home Improvement the other day and I got an alert on my phone that my credit card information has been used. I had a fraud alert in Gary, Indiana. Oh, wonderful place. Love Gary, Indiana. I was like, Gary, Indiana, is that the place Michael Jackson is from? <laughs> and mm. I, I was looking at the charges and everything, froze my credit card, and I looked at the charges and it said, Hasbro Pony. And, okay. And my first instinct was, did someone buy My Little Pony with my credit card? My Little Pony, <laughs> My Little Pony. I have so many questions. <laughs> Maybe someone really needed to buy their kid a birthday present and that's what they used your card for. I certainly hope so. I know there's a certain subgenre of people that are a little too into My Little Pony. Oh yeah, that's a good point. So I'm crossing my fingers that's not the case, but either way, I got my money back. All is well. Okay, great. And they will hopefully pay their crimes for buying yeah. my little pony <laughs> you know it's really hard to catch scammers these days but it is you know easy to protect yourself from scammers yeah uh so i'm glad you got your money back 
I've had something similar happen to me when I was in college. My information got stolen and someone spent like $400 at a Publix in Florida. And my bank called me and they said, you aren't in like St. Augustine, Florida, are you? And I said, no, I'm in Athens, Georgia. And they were like, well, someone just bought $400 worth of groceries on your card. And I was like, well, please cancel it. I don't want that to happen. And also, am I going to get my money back? Because I don't even know if I have $400. I'm a college student. Please help me. See, that's the thing that's always tricky because I have to, um, you know, turn in some paperwork regarding the fraud claim. And I'm probably not going to get my money back until 90 days. I'm saying this because I've been through this process at least three times in my life. It's so annoying. It's unnecessary stress, but usually banks are pretty quick about it. Yeah. Uh, Megan from Sebastopol, we're talking about uh, what did people buy with the money they stole from you? And Megan said $5,500 of jewelry in London. Oh my gosh, what a shopping spree. Uh, Mackenzie from Cloverdale says a car and a whole new stereo system. Yikes! Yeah. And Cameron from Santa Rosa said somebody hacked my Domino's app and sent about $500 worth of pizzas around Brooklyn, New York. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Jackie. Jackie brings her food to work every single day, and Barry Martindale's going to say there's an issue with that. Hello? Hi, is this Jackie? Uh, yes, this is Jackie. Who is this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you uh, and representing your workplace and some of the employees at your workplace. Okay. Uh, is there a problem? I understand you're someone that lives a healthy lifestyle. However, you're bringing food into work every single day, microwaving it, and the food is grossing everybody out. I, I don't really understand why it's a big deal, a, a big deal enough to get a lawyer involved. Uh, so, so my, my, my coworkers hired you to call me and, and figure it would do what? Well, they want to enforce some rules and regulations against you because you brought in fish last week and it was absolutely disgusting. And you're truly an inconvenience to everybody that you work with. And essentially, they don't like you. Okay. You know what? That, uh, I clean up after I heat up fish in the microwave. And first of all, I don't really understand why this is a big enough deal to get a lawyer involved. No one actually talked to me first to let me know it was an issue. This is outrageous i think i think i need to talk to them before we have any kind of conversation because this does not this is this is ridiculous the way that you're talking to me right now is exactly why they hired my services today this is this doesn't make any sense i i could have had a normal conversation with them about this if there was such a big issue i can't believe that they would actually go behind my back and hire someone outside of our this i i think i think i need to talk to them first i think that would be a good idea and i i think that you're not going to be needed, honestly. This, your, your services will be unnecessary. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. What? This is a prank phone call set up by your office. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I am so sorry. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. The Uvalde shooting has truly shocked the world, and I feel like so many of us are still speechless about what happened, even though it happened two days ago now. And Amber, I told you off the air that I'm just not feeling like myself since this happened, and I, I'm not my you know bright-eyed and bushy-tailed self, and I feel like a lot of us are feeling that way right now. 
Yeah, I think we're all just very tired. We're still trying to figure out how to process this. We're trying to, you know, we're asking questions like, why is this happening? Like, what can we do to help? How can we keep our kids safe? And it's just like, there are no answers, it seems like, right now. You know, a lot of people are doing things on the local level. We're, you know, hosting vigils and we're sending out thoughts and prayers and, you know, things like that. But it's just a tough time. There was a vigil in Petaluma the other day, and I find that truly remarkable that Sonoma County is coming together. We're having the conversation. And the country music community has come together as well to attempt to find some common ground here so we can do something about gun violence. So here's how the country music community has reacted. And most people are tweeting and saying things online. Uh, We haven't got a lot of reaction as far as, you know, like audio or physical statements yet. But Mickey Guyton wrote on Twitter, she said, there are no words. I'm broken and terrified as a mother. When is enough enough? Tim McGraw said divisive rhetoric has done zero to help this problem. It's only made it worse. For one minute, let's set aside our idealistic views and concentrate on the kind of world we want our children to grow up in. He added this shouldn't have been acceptable 20 years ago, four years ago, or one week ago. This should not be acceptable. This is not normal. Uh, Maren Morris, sorry, Maren Morris also said, imagine you walk down the hall and entire class is gone. Uh, she continued to say, I've already lost track of you know, which shooting happened even a year ago. The victims' families haven't and never will. And speaking of Mary Morris, we've been seeing so many people cover her song Dear Hate on social media, and we wanted to play some of that song for you. It's a message about how we have done so much or we have seen so much hate in our world, and it is hidden at times, but love will eventually conquer all. Froggy 92.9. So is Dr. Pepper a Pepsi product? Is it a Coke product? Is it its own thing? This is an argument that divided the studio yesterday. Amber and Tanner in the morning was almost no more over this question. We got into it, man. I don't even know how it started. Well, it started with the Amber, Amber Showdown. Showdown. Yes. I asked the question, which one of these products is not a Pepsi <laughs> product? And I said, Dr. Pepper. And you second guessed it. You go, I'm not sure if it's a Pepsi product or not. Because I thought it was its own thing. And I remember saying that Dr. Pepper was a Coke product. Someone corrected me. They're like, no, no, no. Dr. Pepper is its own entity. It's its own thing. So I went to the website and showed you where it says trademark Dr. Pepper 7-Up Incorporated and then you went to the Pepsi website and it said something else. Yeah, it said it was a part of PepsiCo, which I don't really understand what that meant at the time. I thought it was like a subsidiary of Pepsi, like Dr. Pepper is a part of Pepsi in one way or another. (laughs) I told you, I was like, look at a label of Dr. Pepper. It will say Pepsi on it. Okay, so we have a Dr. Pepper in the studio. What Does it say anything about PepsiCo product on it? Does not say one thing about PepsiCo <laughs> on it. I'm okay. so mad. So I can't even believe I'm touching this, but it's a Pepsi can. You hate Pepsi so much. And it says PepsiCo, Pepsi Cola on the can. So if it were a Pepsi product, it'd say that 
on the Dr. Pepper, right? It says Dr. Pepper 7-Up Incorporated. And then a Coke says the Coca-Cola company. So I feel like my entire life I've been lied to (laughs) because you go to any restaurant, you go to any fast food place. If it's like a Pepsi place, they will always have Dr. Pepper there. So I'm like, well, what's happening here? uh, You know, because it's its own thing. Dang. It's its own thing. They may partner with Pepsi or Coke. They use their distributing sites to bottle. Huh. But we were both, like, we were texting each other even throughout the day. And you said, I'm going to dig my heels in. And I was like, I'm not giving up. And we did all this research. <laughs> and I guess we're still not, I don't know. It's still very unclear. Yeah. I, I, Are we good? <laughs> because I think we were, like, legitimately angry at each other yesterday. Because like, <laughs> we, you and I sometimes get so stubborn and we were not giving I, up anything. I like to be right. I and, don't know what's wrong with that. I like to be right. Hey, and most of the time I am. <laughs> I don't know about this, if I'm going to be honest with you. I'm still saying mm. that Dr. Pepper, Dr. Pepper is a part of Pepsi. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call it sometimes, and it just came out. Uh. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Stacy from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Stacy, once you're okay. done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay. Stacy, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? You're going down, Amber. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Maybe. I hope. I'm not a good talker. <laughs> Amber's running out of the studio, Coca-Cola in hand. Her record of all time is 448 wins and 38 losses. Are you ready? Uh, yes. Ellen's final show airs today. How many years has Ellen been doing her show, The Ellen DeGeneres Show? Is it A, 10 years, B, 33 years, or C, 19 years? I will say 19. That is correct. Question number two. Luke Combs says that he's getting nervous about the birth of his child. True or false, this is Luke's first child. True. That is correct. Question number three. Madonna is apparently auditioning new boyfriends. Does Madonna have over or under 20 number one hits? Over. That is incorrect. Here's question number four. Walker Hayes says he loves having his kids on tour with him. Walker Hayes received his first number one due to a song that became famous on TikTok. Name that song. Um... That is correct. And here's question number five. Snoop Dogg turned down $2 million to DJ for Michael Jordan. What number did Michael Jordan famously wear on his jersey? 24? That is incorrect. I'm going to bring Amber back into the studio. Okay. Amber, Stacy from Petaluma got three out of five today. That's pretty good, Stacy. I'm proud of you. Well, she might take me down after all. Let's see. Here's question number one. Ellen's final show airs today. How many years has Ellen been doing her show? Is it A, 10 years, B, 33 years, or C, 19 years? I don't actually know. I'm going to guess C, 19. That is correct. Stacy also got that correct. One to one's a score. Question number two. Luke Combs says he's getting nervous about the birth of his child. True or false, this is Luke Combs' first child. True. That is correct. Stacy also got that correct. Two to two is the score. That he knows about. Just kidding. <laughs> Question number three. Madonna is apparently auditioning new boyfriends. Does Madonna have over or under 20 number one hits? I'm going to say over. That is incorrect. <clears throat> She has only 12. 
which I found incredibly surprising. That's that's a lot still, I, I suppose. Yeah, I thought you'd have like 40. <laughs> Stacy also got that incorrect. The score is still tied two to two. Here's question number four. Walker Hayes says that he loves having his children on tour with him. Walker Hayes received his first number one due to a song that became famous on TikTok. Name that song. Fancy like. That is correct. Stacy from Petaluma also got that correct. Three to three is a score. Now it all comes down to this question because Stacy did talk smack, so it's three to three and a half. Amber, are you ready? I suppose. You're making me nervous. Ooh, here we go. Stacy, are you ready? Uh yes. <laughs> Snoop Dogg turned down two million dollars to DJ for Michael Jordan. Amber. What number did Michael Jordan famously wear on his jersey? Yes, I got a sports question for you. <laughs> um, think the jersey is 23. Amber, oh. that answer is correct. <laughs> oh my god. Stacy, I am <laughs> Stacy, I am so sorry. You're just a half a point shy. You are not the champion of the Amber Showdown and you got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. <laughs> All right, but guess what, Stacy? You're I was one number off. <laughs> what did she say? Uh, she said 24. I mean, close. Close, Close enough. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we have no choice, Tanner, but to give her those tickets to the Chase Center on, on November 19th to see Carrie Underwood. Thank you so much. You're going to see Carrie Underwood thanks to which morning show? Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner. It's been a really hot summer here in Sonoma County. Is it summer yet? I actually don't know. I think it's still technically it's spring. Spring? Well, it's been hot over the past couple of days here in Sonoma County. Uh, Tanner, you did mention that it's supposed to cool down today. Thankfully, yeah, the high in Santa Rosa is supposed to be just 68 today. Which is great news, but, uh, you know, everyone's been looking for relief from the heat, and that usually means pool season. Uh, So I went to a pool this weekend, and my friends and I were having this conversation about, you know, like, pool incidents. And I shared with them... I guess now I'm just going to share it with the rest of Sonoma County that I was at a public pool once and I jumped off the top diving board and my swimsuit came off (laughs) and had a hard time like finding it and getting it because I was wearing a two piece. Oh, no. Uh, And I swear that has to be like one of the more embarrassing things to happen to a person. Did you ever find it? Yeah, I I got it on, but it was like a whole experience of like it coming off me, trying to grab it, put it back on and like covering my body. Not to mention the shock of that happening to you. And you're like, oh, wait, I got to swim, though. Like, what's going on here? Everyone was staring at me and I had to have only been like 11 years old. It was was traumatic. Jeez. So I'm always careful when I like I don't jump into pools anymore, by the way. I don't do it at all. I'll climb into a pool, but I won't jump. For really? fear of that happening again. Well, I understand that. <laughs> if if my top came off, I would do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, okay, so let's talk about pool incidents. Uh, Tanner, have you ever seen anything like really disturbing or shocking at a public pool? Like, you know, was it, did anyone get embarrassed? Were there jokes made? I was embarrassed. What happened was I don't know how to swim. Amber, you know that about me. And my brother decided to push me in the deep end of the pool. It was eight feet. Uh, and it was at a hotel and I was just squirming around and everybody learned that I truly can't swim. I feel really sad. My mom had to jump in. She got oh, me out. Oh, poor mom. I, I, I still, she was so scared. <laughs> she was. And uh, I still can't swim. I, I've seen you do some doggy paddling before. I think I could survive, but maybe for only five minutes. 
You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. You'll be all right. You're a grown man. I know you can do it. Thank you. Uh, well, we've got Caroline from Santa Rosa on the phone. Uh, Caroline, you said you have a shocking pool story to share. I was at a public pool, and um, we were swimming, obviously, and yeah. we ended up seeing this uh, dead bird float out of the filter. Uh. I was like, nope, nope, I'm done. We're going home. I was out of that water faster than you can even imagine and i'm like it, it's done this isn't worth it because it just told me they didn't take care of their system as well as i thought they did amber and tanner in the morning Froggy 92.9.